Good morning, beloved. Okay, how many enjoyed the word? The praise and worship, the, all the testimonies. You know, to just add to what uh, Samuel was sharing, in Jesus' name, everything about sonship is a positional truth. So God raised you up. We were buried with Christ. We went on the cross with Christ, buried, rose again, and then he put you in Christ. In Christ. And so every time you're asking, and then you died. So now everything that you have, your relationship with him is in Jesus' name. That's why sometimes you don't even have to say in Jesus' name. You ask and you'll get it. Because he sees you in Jesus. Okay? You know the simplest example of marriage. What is marriage? The two shall become. The, the son shall leave his father and mother and go and be joined to his wife. Oneness first starts in Genesis. And the two, the two shall become one. That means oneness means two. That's why I remember always Jesus says, I'm not speaking, he's speaking. If you all leave me, I'm not alone. I'm still the father is with me. I'm one with him. He is one with me. He says one. But oneness means always two people. The two have become one. That's why marriage, it says you're no longer two. You are one. That's why when the wife marries the husband, whose name does she take on? The husband's last name. So everywhere she goes and knocks on the door, whose name is she knocking by? She goes in his name. That's what oneness is. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So when you came to Christ, I told you new creation means you and Christ became new species. Children are the example, the perfect example of oneness. You can't remove the father from the child and the mother from the child. But you can see both of them in the child. That is oneness. So now everywhere you go, you're going in Christ. Whatever you ask, you're asking in Christ. And you know, it's beautiful in... Um, when you read the, uh, you know, Acts onwards, I always tell everyone who comes into the kingdom and beloved, we have a role. The minute you walk through that door and if you're going to be beloved is like a school. We give you, we like to give you the passion translation. Why? Because it has the new covenant in it. And it's mandatory. You start reading Acts, Romans, Galatians, Ephesians, because that's the new covenant. That's what Jesus came and died on the cross to give you. And we don't know who we are, the new species. So you're in Christ, you are a new creation. The old, what is the old? Everything of the old has gone, the new has come. And you become a new creation in Christ. Yes? Are you one with it? Say, I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm in the second Adam. Christ in me. So the cross is identification. That's why when you read Romans, all about the cross is identification. I was sharing when I was reading the Gospels, not the Gospels, Acts onwards, Romans onwards. Peter hung out with Jesus in the flesh, correct? Peter, Matthew, Mark, who else? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. They all hung out with Peter in the flesh. What does it mean? That means they were there when he was physically there, except for Paul. And you think God should give these, no? They should write three-fourths of the new, new covenant. Why? Because they hung out with Jesus in the flesh. And in, in Romans or in Corinthians, somebody says that we regard no longer even Jesus in the flesh anymore. 
That's why Paul has the revelation of, I am crucified with him. So Peter has the revelation of in Jesus' name. So everywhere he goes, because he's seen, seen Jesus do that. Jesus said, go in my name and now you'll cast out demons. So he had this revelation in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Paul has the revelation of Christ in me. So I told you when the snake bit him, he's not saying in Jesus' name to his body. He just does this Christ in me. And that's what sonship is. And Peter now was latching onto his revelation. He is also saying, wow. So there are truths in the Bible and then there are higher truths. And so sonship, we are latching on to higher truths. Do you know when you started off in first standard, is there a truth in first standard when you were in school, you were learning? Yeah, they're all truths. But 10th standard and first standard kid can sit together. They're both truths, but someone is just at a higher level of truths. So where sonship is, higher level of truth. When you read about in Ephesians, all the gifts, the gifts of the, you know, all the ministry, we have the prophets, the evangelists, all of that, but they all have one job so that we all come to the maturity of the fullness of Christ to the perfect man. Then all of these see. So we aim for the higher truth. Yes, that's why we can get somebody healed. But divine health, resurrection life coming out of you like Sneha's testimony is what we want to see in beloved. And for that, it's no longer prayer request. She must have gone to Geetu. Geetu is a doctor. Doctor knows what psoriasis is. Is treating and can see that her body, Neha's body is responding differently than the other patients. Why? Because Neha knows she's the righteousness of God in Christ. Resurrection life is going out of her and just kicking out all of that. You will wake up one day and the sickness has gone. Because there's so much of power in you. Yes? Amen. So I'm starting today a message that we already took from the Power Sundays. I still get so many messages from Power Sunday. People got healed. People got a word. And we're going to do that every once a month. Okay? Power Sunday messages. Uh, Power Sunday. It's just praise and worship, prophetic. And more uh, a nice time to call uh, people, your friends and your loved ones. Okay? Um, not by might, nor by power, but by my... Not by... Beloved is awake, beloved is alive, beloved is an understanding church. Through understanding, everything grows in you. The eyes of our understanding are being enlightened and all the life of Christ in you is flowing out. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Can I have the board up, please? Okay, we're going to read some verses and then I'm going to talk about a few things. Romans 10, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they, they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, which is a free gift to us, and seeking to establish their own own righteousness, that is self-righteousness, have not submitted to the righteousness of God. What does it mean to submit to the righteousness of God? Do your own righteousness. That means get right through this flesh. God hates flesh. That's why Jesus had to come in the flesh and go at the cross. Because you can never get right with God in your flesh. Because the law of sin and death is in this flesh. That's why you'll need a new body one day. People who think they are holy, 
they've lowered the standard of the law. They think according to their own standards, they're holy. The Bible says we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Today, we receive his righteousness as a free gift. Yes, and the more you receive that free gift in every area of your life, you're going to reign in life over death. The ones who find it difficult are the ones who are un unable to receive that free gift. Okay, so what does it mean to submit to God's righteousness? means receiving what Jesus did on the cross for you. Okay, for Christ is the end of the law of righteousness. The law of righteousness. Christ is the end of the law of righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is in the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks. Say the righteousness of faith speaks. We are not under the righteousness of works. We are under the righteousness of faith. Moses, all the old covenant was righteousness by works based on man. The covenant was based between Old Testament. Covenant is based between God and man. That's why they were always falling short. That's why in the old there was always a lamb offering. Because man could not keep it. But in the new, the covenant is cut between whom? The father and son. We were never involved. So what makes you think we are involved to keep it? We are out of it. We were the recipients of something that the father and the son did. We receive his son as a gift. And that's why we come under the realm of righteousness by faith. Say faith. Faith. Righteousness by faith. Okay. Now see this. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ drown, down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. Say the word is in me. In my mouth. And in my, you know, it says from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Say, I am righteous by faith. Because from the abundance of your heart, you know, every time you come and hear the word, that seed is getting rooted in you. And that seed is now going to speak out of you by default. Yes? Okay, now see this. It says, the word is in, near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we speak. The word of, for, word of, there is so much richness. We just scan through this. Every word, look what it says. Everything about our kingdom that we live in is by faith. Okay. Okay. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes. What does the heart believe? Unto, in the new covenant, everything that you're believing today about yourself. I told you the Bible is a very dangerous book. Because if you're in the old, and if you keep meditating on the old, it actually can lead you to death. It's the old covenant, the letter. What does it say? The Bible says the letter, the letter. 
and the spirit gives so are you reading the in that same book how much do you meditate on the letter and life the ministry of condemnation leads to are you reading the ministry of condemnation and the ministry of righteousness leads to life it's very important what you're reading what you're hearing because one is producing death the other is producing life and life in abundance and when jesus says spirit he means ministry of the new covenant the spirit gives life read the whole book of romans everything about spirit means righteousness because it is the spirit of righteousness and righteousness leads to life okay so what does it say for the heart one believes unto and with the mouth confession is made unto so in every area of your life how do you get victory for with the heart one believes unto righteousness i'm right with god i'm in the new i'm not in the old anymore father i'm out from the first adam i'm in the second adam now i'm not in the law of sin and death i told you there are two realms the whole world adamic generation lives in the realm of sin and death that is karma what we call hindus call or what other faiths call that means you do good get good get good do bad get bad but it's still the end result of that is still death then christ came pulled you out of the realm of sin and death and took you in the realm where now if you're a son of god if you received christ in your heart you become a son and he pulled you out of the realm of sin and death and put you in the law of law of so you sons me we all live in another realm it's called the law of life there is a law in this you're no more a sinner you are born by blood a son of god in the realm of righteousness righteousness leads to life in every area of your life how do you get victory be it finances we have so many testimonies in dubai and i want to share more about that but financial victories and these are testimonies of people being in debt for years and how do things shift it was not through prayer requests it was through consciousness of knowing that you are the righteousness of god in christ because righteousness draws everything to you and you have to know that you're right with god say yes and amen say i am awake i'm not sleeping my eyelids are wide open for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame so if it's saying believes on him and the previous verse just said with the heart one believes unto righteousness so how will you never fall in shame when i believe in righteousness that's why rest is a stand standing that i'm in the new now i'm the righteousness of god in christ yes beloved is awake luke 6:45 a man out of the good measure treasure of his heart brings forth good and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks john 4:24 god is spirit 
And so those who worship, that word worship means kiss, must worship him in spirit and in truth. Your whole life, how you're leading is worship unto him. Whenever, whenever you're taking your stand that you're in the new, what are you doing? You're worshipping him in spirit, in righteousness and in, he calls that truth. The father loves it. Every time you receive his holiness, say I'm holy. You are holy? Yes. You have a problem with that? Beloved doesn't have a problem. We receive that gift. Okay. Romans 4.17, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Let's read that again. God gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Just say, I'm just like my father. I call those things that do not exist as though they do. Everything, beloved, about your life, you begin by faith. That's how kingdom works. Up until you don't begin by faith, God is not adding any skill, nor is he adding time, nor is he adding talent. That's why I told you, I gave you this example before also. First, the tech team decided. First, we asked the worship team, do you want to play? And then suddenly when they decided, the talent, the skill, everything came. We were rejoicing over a youngest member of our tech team who is seven years, eight years old. Where is he gone? He's in Cub House right now. He is in Cub House. Cub House. And he handles tech, Zoom. When the heart is ready, God adds the skill. Okay? <laughs> okay. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by... Walk by, not by, say I walk by faith, not by sight. I am just like my father. Corinthians 2, 4, 13. I, I speak and therefore I believe. I believe and therefore I speak. But what is this believing? Unto the letter, unto the, unto righteousness this side of the cross you it's impossible for you to have sickness in your body when you're programmed into the tree of life not that's why in beloved we're not double-mindedness doesn't mean double-minded about everything no double-minded is about first adam or second adam if you are in first adam and second adam then you are not receiving anything in your life you have to be very serious that you're righteous by faith. You look at your flesh, every day your flesh will pull you down and tell you you're not. Just like when symptoms come in your body, what do you say? I am the healed. So when you do stupid things in your flesh, what do you say? I am still the righteousness of God. The father is very happy when you do it. Don't worry. All the symptoms will leave. All the flesh stuff will also leave. When you speak, what your heart really believes. Just the way when you say I'm healed, the symptoms, the sickness leaves. So in the flesh, if you're doing foolish things and if you still know you're the righteousness, what will leave? The things of the flesh will leave. Yes? Okay, now look at this. 
Romans 1, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Are you the righteousness of God? You're right with God? Matthew 6, therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and whose righteousness? Your righteousness. We are submitting to his righteousness. That is Christ's righteousness what he has given us. That is submission. That is humility. We are receiving that. And what happens when you do that? Father is so happy. He's like now... Everything that you've been praying to me for, I wanted to give it to you, but I can't because your soul is so unrighteous, trying to get right. And now when you receive it like a gift, he is so happy he can add all things to you. Can I take that dream again, which I keep repeating again and again from my friend? Because it will give you more, more peace and life. I had an intern. I love all my interns because they're all in the kingdom. <laughs> From how many years? One year sitting here. Okay. And uh, this girl came in and uh, I told her about Jesus. She got saved, everything. And then uh, she wanted Jesus to come in her dreams. I didn't meet her for six, eight months. I, I met her again for dinner once. And she was wearing white. So I said, why are you wearing white? She said, because my uh, Jesus came in my dreams and told me to wear white. I said, I don't think that's what he meant. I said, tell me the dream. And then she is sitting with Jesus in the office and she, this girl just worried about many things, too many, like constantly worried about things. And so uh, Jesus told her, he's sitting in front of her like this, holding her, his head, because she's holding her head like this on the table. And then she looks up and she sees Jesus looking at her holding his head like this. And then she tells, Je uh, Jesus tells her, tell me all your problems. So she starts telling him all her problems. And then he says, takes her name and says, you need to be patient. And then he says, for all your problems, all your problems, it says here in, uh, in Matthew, for all the things that you need, right? He tells her the same thing, for all your problems, I have one solution. As I am wearing white, start wearing white. So my intern starts wearing white clothes. I said, this is not what he means. That time, beloved was not there. I said, he's talking about righteousness, consciousness. As I am wearing white, is he righteous? Start wearing same. The mirror, when you stand in front of the mirror, are you evolving? If you wear white, does it show black? As I am white, you are also white. And imagine he was telling her the solution to all your problems. And this girl was just condemned. And the more you start waking up to righteousness, he is able to add things. All things that are coming into your life are coming through your soul prosperity. Your mind, that's why it's very important, your mind is renewed, not to the tree of knowledge of good and evil and condemnation. The letter kills. It's renewed to the tree of life, righteousness, consciousness. And righteousness consciousness leads to life and victory. Because our father is righteous as he is, so are 
He is not a sinner. They are two different species. Life and death can't coexist. Are you sons of God? Lions, children are? They are everything, the DNA, everything, everything, everything. Yes? You are a son of God. Son of God is what? Everything as he is, so am I in this world. Not through the flesh. That's where the confusion comes for most people. Because they're trying to look at the flesh and saying, how can I? And that's why you have to receive it by its righteousness, not by works. Righteous by faith. And those who receive the gift of righteousness by faith and grace, the abundance of grace, will reign in life. Simple. If they're not reigning in life, they're not able to receive this truth. That's why you have to be under the tree of life. Just we keep hitting at one thing again and again and again with you. That you go out and you're so abnormal to the rest of the world. That they can't handle your abnormalness. They come into your abnormality. Say I am single minded. I'm in the second Adam. I'm in Christ. I'm a new creation. As my father is, so am I in this world. I have the law of life in me. I go to sleep. Resurrection life is in me, repelling all manner of sickness and death out of me. Yes, it's not in your nature to fall sick. You're in the second Adam. Okay? Now see this. What does it say? Romans 5. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one. Adam sin, death came into the world. Much more those who receive. Who? So it has to be received. It has to be received. That's why people don't reign. Because they don't, they have a problem with receiving it. I like to take people's Bible. I see which side is highlighted more. Then I know how the conversation will go. If the old is highlighted more, sometimes I keep quiet. I act like I don't know. If the new is highlighted more, oh, you are a son of the tree of life. The good one, good tree. Okay? See this. Those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Ephesians 6.10. I'm going to talk about this today. The armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of? Not by might. Not by power. That means not by your might. Not by your power. But by my spirit. Even in the old, it was him only doing everything. And even in the new, it's him only doing everything. But now he's doing everything, not outside in. Everything about sonship is inside out. Inside out healing. That means someone is not coming and laying hands on you. Sonship is where you can't fall sick. Resurrection life in you is giving life and that sickness is going. That's how 99% of the testimonies in Beloved are. They got up and suddenly something left them. Because everything is Christ in me. We're not in Peter's revelation. In Jesus' name. It's good. It's there. But we are progressing forward for the revelation of Christ in 
me the hope of glory means the hope to see the goodness of god in that area of your life whether it's finances or anything we are having testimonies i told you just through the word hearing the word and hearing and hearing that word why because they're coming programmed into the tree of life righteousness just con consciously unconsciously just hearing hearing and then deaths eight year deaths going away that never happened before people getting rich yesterday the verse i don't know if it was shared he became poor he became poor that you might become rich he took on sin that you might become the righteousness that means poverty is from where from the devil from the law of sin and death i came to know some parts of the christian I don't know. I wouldn't say it's Christian or religious, you know, but churches actually take on the wow of poverty. I was so surprised. I was like, I I kept my mouth shut because we were we had taken this gentleman out for dinner, and uh, he said, "I've taken the wow of poverty." I said, "How's that going?" You know, I'm sorry. I boast. I always say I'm high maintenance. I'm maintained by the Most High. He takes so good care of me. I've always had enough. You know, an encouragement. <clears throat> Whenever God gives you money, He's always seeing in the faithful. What do you do with that one talent? Um, someone shared with me. Uh, I had gone to uh, when I came to India. Mom wasn't saved then, and all of this. And so I had gone to this rest uh, to this exhibition, and I loved two dresses there. and those two dresses at that time this was many years ago like 10 years ago were 8000 bucks each and i tried those dresses on and that that whole year i told you i wasn't working i was in some competition and all of that uh, the lord had told me to come to india i didn't want to be in india and i did everything i wanted to be abroad but i love those two dresses and i didn't have the money to buy those two dresses and i loved them so much 8000 bucks nothing like i think 5000 was in my account okay and um, i saw those two dresses and then imagine my heart like really liked it the next day so those two dresses is what 8 to 16000 the next day i had these some scarves i had done and then this friend of mine calls and says hey i want to order two scarves and i was selling my or three scarves so 8 threes are 24 he and suddenly i had 24000 now do you think god gave me 24000 to save in my bank You know this is where poverty mindset comes in. I'm telling you to be very wise in how God gives you. One can see that money that came. Why did that provision come? Twenty four for what? I have five thousand in my bank. Poverty mindset will say, "Oh, twenty four has come. Let me save it and keep." God knows when the next will come. What was the twenty four thousand given to me for? To go and buy the two dresses. If I did not buy it, my father would hate it. how many of you got provision for a certain thing and you kept it because you didn't trust the father i know another instance when someone told me you know they wanted to paint some friend's house and they didn't have the money and the painting costed 30000 and this person really wanted to go and paint that person's house so she said father if you provide i'll i'll give this money suddenly two days later 30000 suddenly out of nowhere came to her what did the 30000 come for for the painting 
he gives with purpose then you see if then the father sees if that money has been used for that purpose it will give more increase in your life he is not about you holding and not giving he is about you being led by the spirit and now directing that he's like oh you know you are his greatest investment imagine he send the son for you if you celebrate yourself he is not feeling are sab paisa khud pe hi kharch kiya he is very happy with all the money i've given you celebrate yourself you know how to make i'm investing in the best investment he has he gave up his son for you he is very happy and i saw every time i did that i was always increased always increased and you learn to live like that with the father that is like the manna the manna was given for wouldn't it be possible are yaar god knows when let's just hold the manna and then what happened if you hold the manna on the sixth day it's anyway spoiled the one who had more it got spoiled the one who had less was enough kuch nahi hua it gathered worms don't be holding with your father we are led by spirit see how you manage your finances if he's telling you he's giving that money use it i remember many years ago he gave me some money and that time i had this whole thing i want to buy a house buy a house and then the house and the money didn't match and then he was telling me priya this is not the time to buy a house what is this money for i said i can go for an amazing vacation live in the best hotels yes please go spend it i went enjoyed when i had the desire for the house i had more than enough but then suddenly god gave me wisdom i don't want to buy the house i'll multiply the money instead i'll take all the money and then enjoy it the wisdom of god is not the wisdom of the world kapda bivi makan what does it say in matthew what shall you roti eat who will i marry he says this is the gentile seek not sons we are fathered we enjoy please go for a pedicure buy some new clothes he's very happy i don't know who made jesus look cheap and this looks all unholy please wear makeup and come don't judge people who don't wear makeup wear makeup holy and not holy wrong really wrong way to look at things god is not superficial in the flesh at all he is inside out a beggar can beggar can come he's crying and you don't feel like giving him money beggar can come walk straight talk in english you want to give him money because we don't go by outside we go by the inside witness everything about you is inside out say god works inside out of me you are not led by signs how many people had signs this is the one that is the one the devil works outside it says signs and wonders will follow me when the audible voice came this jesus say yeah this is for me he said this voice is not for me this is for you signs don't need signs you are the sign signs will follow you there is an inward witness that means everything about you is inside out maybe you didn't like the person before now you started liking he works inside out he won't say this is the one you don't even like the guy or don't even like the girl he doesn't work like that and i know that there are testimonies in the christian kingdom i am not one with that testimony at all <clears throat> we are on this side of the tree 
the tree of life, not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I want to share another testimony, repeated testimony. Is that okay? So the blue box, I don't know how many remember the blue box. <laughs> blue box testimony. It still lies in my house very nicely on some table gathering, some dust. I'm kidding. Many years ago, I had this testimony. Someone came and shared of how she didn't like this person and God said, marry this person. So I'm like, it just didn't sit with me. I was in another church that time. And uh, I was like, I said, but you now in my head, I'm processing. I said, Are, it's written in the word. If you ask for a fish, he will not give you a snake. And if you ask for bread, he will not give you a stone. If you then being evil, know how to know, give good gifts, how much more will your heavenly father? So just, just don't go with the word. I was like, I don't think, I said, like I said, it would work inside out because then God would put something in her heart and she would naturally like this person. So it didn't go with me. Then it was Christmas time and suddenly my friend comes home and gets me a gift. And my, fr my other friend is also with me. Okay, so I have another a friend who I've got into the kingdom now. And so this other friend gets us two gifts. One she gives me, one she gives her. Now she opened her gift. It was this beautiful blue box, vintage looking ones, the kinds that I like. I opened my gift. I hated it. But I smiled and said, oh, this is so nice. But I liked her gift better. And so I opened this and she told me now, this friend was giving me, God told her to. So now imagine this, this testimony has just come into my head. Now she's telling me, you know, I was led to go and get you this. So now I'm like thinking, is God trying to tell me like, okay, he is like this. I'm supposed to take something that I don't like. Now all this is going on in my head. Huh? Like imagine. And now ne next week I go to my friend's house. She has kept this dabba on a showpiece. I said, are in my house, if I got this dabba, I would open it and put all things that I love in her house too. It's like a showpiece. She's not even taking care of it. It's gathering dust. So I said, so in my head, I'm still talking to the Lord. I said, it doesn't even make sense for you to give someone what they don't love because they will not celebrate it. At least if you gave it to me, I will celebrate it in my life. I'll take good care of it. So it's not even logically making sense to me. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to say this. Christmas has gone. I'm still with this box that is still there somewhere in my mom's house. And uh, now my brother comes. And you know my brother buys me one gift every 10 years. So I'm, I'm washing my face. I'm at the basin. Whatever. And then Sandeep comes and says, Priya, I got you a gift. I didn't have time to wrap it. Imagine it wrapped. And he plonked something next to my, well, I'm washing my face. I opened my eyes. And it's after Christmas. Huh? He's given me the Christmas gift. I open my eyes and it is a bigger version of the same blue box. What was the father trying to tell me? Yes. How do you read the father through your experiences? You can get deceived through your experiences. You read the father through his word. And then I had, I had an experience that didn't align with the word. I had it and that's why many Christians have it and they think it is God. It's not. And then I stood on that word and I got an experience that matched the word. That's the tree of life. How can you discern what is from God, what is not? Through signs? No, he is inside out. He is gooder than what you see. And I began to cry when I saw that blue box. And then Sandeep goes like, when I gave you an iPad, you didn't cry. 
and you're crying for this 600 rupee box because he didn't know. And imagine that blue box you only get in Fab India. He went all the way to Fab India. My brother is stepping into Fab India and then goes and buys and he thinks and then he told me, I thought you will like this box because you like such things. Now, who did God work through? My brother. I'm telling you, the Bible says the word of God is a discerner between spirit and soul. That's why I had a dream in Beloved. When I started Beloved, he said, people will come to you with their experiences. And Priya, do not take their experiences and dilute the word of God. And so even if I've had experiences, when we've had people and they say, God, God, I say, I always tell them, let's keep God out of this. I don't know. I can tell you why you've had these experiences, but I, I can guarantee you, you'll have new experiences if you take on a new truth, believing unto righteousness. That girl was not believing unto righteousness, believing unto the letter. That's why it says in Romans, it says they will live by what they are believing. Righteousness leads to life. I had two experiences. One did not align. One was like that girl's experience. And then I followed because I still kept, it kept tugging on my heart. This is not aligning with you. And then I had a different experience. How many have come to Beloved and experiences have changed? Put your hands up. Y'all came with bad things. It happened before, but they're not happening now. Because you're coming under a new tree, single-minded in second Adam. Yes? Are you single-minded? Forget all the old. The new has come. Even if bad things happen in your life, doesn't matter. You'll have a new experience. The righteous, the memories of the righteous are terrible. What does it say? are blessed. God will take all of that and give you new memories. You know, I once had a, a, a dream. The only person that has scars is Christ. And then some people say, oh, the scar is left. So to remind me, no, no. I had a dream once when Jesus said something had happened and God took me back through an experience and he gave me a beautiful experience. And then I had a dream in which the scar went. He said, because I did not even want the scar to be on you. That means when I look in the past, I have no memory <laughs> washed under the blood, completely taken. The memories of the righteous are blessed. There's no scar. He won't leave a scar. Be excited. That I don't care what terrible memories you had. The memories of the righteous are blessed. He will erase them all out of you. It was like Joseph, right? Joseph went through all crap. And then when his child was born, Manasseh, what does he say? God has made me forget all my past, all the afflictions, whatever I went through, wiped out. He is able to do that for you and he will. Okay? Look at this. Okay, what's standing? Okay? Be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to fight. We are in third heaven. Spiritual warfare is not a fight. It's a stand. It's a rest. Okay? That you may be able to 
stand against the wiles. Wiles means what? The tricks of the devil. So the devil tries to trick you and if you don't know the word then you get tricked. A voice can come and you thought this and you went. Because you don't know the that's why I always say, give more focus on the word, but word of the new covenant, not old. Old God looks very angry because you are under another realm. That's why the, you have to see God in the old through the blood, blood of lambs. Then you can see his heart. It was for mercy. But if you don't, you can, you can misunderstand the heart of God. In the new, it says, Jesus is the one. I've come to show my father. Okay. See this, against the tricks of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Means what you are seeing. But against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to, you may be able to, in the evil day. And having done all to, what does stand mean? Be still, rest, position yourself. Be still, rest, position yourself. Where? In both trees. Be still, rest, position yourself in new, unto righteousness. Yes, there. It's not in my nature. When rheumatoid arthritis was there in my body, first I was double-minded. I'm in Adam also, I'm in second Adam also. Taking medicines, all of that, whatever I was doing. Nothing was happening. Then I became very serious. No, I'm in second Adam. New creation. It's not in my nature to fall sick. So I became, I took the stand, position. It's not in my nature. I'm under the law of life. It's not in my nature only to fall sick. Rheumatoid disappeared out of my body. So standing means standing is a rest. So rest doesn't mean not doing anything. Rest actually means decide one thought right now. Take one thought. Adam or second? Now decide. You're in second Adam. You're in the realm of righteousness. You were born righteous. Righteousness leads to life. That's it. It's not in my nature. Now everything coming against you, I'm not letting it change who I am. Because it's by faith, I believe, not by what I see, what I do. Father is very happy. And then all of that life is able to flow out of you. Yes? See, I'm single-minded. Okay. <clears throat> what does verse 14 say? Is beloved awake? Say, beloved is awake. My eyes are wide open. Stand, be still, rest, position yourself. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth. What is truth? Righteousness. Having put on the blessed bread of of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all having taken the shield of faith with which we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one all the thoughts coming in take the helmet of salvation the sword of the spirit what is the spirit called I told you the letter kills the spirit gives life. Whenever God talks spirit, that word spirit, he means righteousness. Go read Romans. It's there. In all, Romans 5, 6, 7, 8, that word spirit 
is only related with righteousness. If you're not speaking righteousness by faith, you're not speaking spirit. You're speaking letter. And that's why you see death and people are dying also. And have more sickness. Sin consciousness makes you more sick, makes you more condemned. You'll, you'll be stuck in your sickness. Righteousness consciousness leads to divine health. Okay? See this. Fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ex ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. How many remember CTS? It's time to bring CTS back. Cast your cares, take no thoughts, and speak. Cast your cares. Have you ever really done this? Oh, cast your cares. Take no thought. Why should you not think? Because he's thinking for you. So you don't need to think for yourself. Try it one day. Just don't think. I have sometimes blank days. Blank. I should have this before, you know. Blank days. Means I just don't think on those days. I should do that again. Just blank. What? How's it going on? Everything is going fine today. I'm just not thinking. I, I used to have, I used to do this. If there was too much of mess in my house, I didn't know how to deal with it. I would go out. And then I would sit in a place that has no mess. Then I would feel very good. Then I would come back in the night and just go to sleep um, in the mess. The next year again, because I didn't want to clean the mess. I want someone else to clean the mess. I get the maid to clean the mess. You don't learn to do this. I'm telling you, because women rather clean the mess than spend time with the husbands. He's your husband. He'll start looking at you like a maid. Get a maid to do those things. Get somebody else. You are a queen of the house. Go and spend time with him. Go on a date. This is wisdom. Start doing that. The mess will always be there. Seriously, I've never folded the clothes. I made a closet in my house so that I don't have to fold the clothes. It comes out of the laundry and I just hang it. So no folding. I worked around ways and it is such a blessing. Really. You know, I did an interior design. I do interiors. I designed someone's house. And then at the end, this husband, they're from normal couple. They don't know the Lord. They told me, Priya, you designed a house, but uh, my love for my wife has increased and through the house. Okay. And we have more quality time for each other. So you have helped our relationship. You know what I did? They wanted a cupboard. I removed the cupboard. I gave them a walk-in closet. Then she wanted to wash her clothes every day. I was like, you don't need to wash your clothes every day. I said, get a dryer. So I installed a dryer. Like I, the house was very small. It was literally like some 250 square feet or three. I made it like a studio. So I gave them a dryer separately. So now she doesn't have to hang those clothes and all of that. Okay. And I said, you will wash the clothes only twice a week or once a week. You put them, you buy more clothes and keep. So now you have so much time. And their bed, which was supposed to be separated, I joined it. I gave a separate the kid, I put it on, him on top somewhere. This was his thing. He's saying, you told us to make a little adjustments in our lifestyle, that this not washing the clothes, you got the dryer. But he's saying, my married life has improved with my wife. Did I counsel them? I bought a dryer. What does the Bible say? Through wisdom and 
understanding a relationship is built you pray 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 sometimes i look into your life and i'll say just buy a dryer it got fixed or stop folding your clothes you become a maid you are the queen of the house okay okay see this cast your cares what does it say god resists the proud but gives grace to the what is humble we receive the gift of righteousness we are submitting to your righteousness jesus not mine your righteousness okay therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time casting all your cares on him because he cares for you be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may, he may devour resist him steadfast in the faith james 4 resist the devil and he will flee from you okay 2 corinthians 10:3 for we though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down demolishing strongholds what are these casting down arguments calculated arguments thoughts reasonings vain imaginations that means something has not happened also you imagining like what will be bringing every thought mind thought purpose the heart soul feelings mental perception into captivity captivity to the obedience submission to what is in the heart of christ i'll explain this and being ready to punish avenge all disobedience when your obedience submission is fulfilled every thought you're catching it and saying you're bringing it to the obedience i told you when rumatra arthritis left me Three days later, all the symptoms came back, and what was the thought that came into my head? See, you lost your healing. That thought came, and when that thought came, I told you I caught it like a mucher, and I said, "One second, I was never trying to get healed. I am a son. It's not in my nature to fall sick." And that's eight years ago. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ's word. You are in Second Adam. you're not in first start using this in small things small things if you have suppose symptoms of cancer in your body or any other sickness don't go for that cancer start with the cold start with what your mother said that irritates or start with zipping your mouth i'm telling you start in the small and then when you see that dominion in that small dominion works like that it works you don't have to tell that jesus is here he's here no all of spiritual realm knows when you see and when you are taking dominion it starts in the small and that bigger thing will disappear out of you start doing that that's what david and goliath entire story is start in the small the bigger things will fall yes that's why i say sometimes go to the father don't do the prayer request thing you give up your position in that it's one thing to pray with each other as sons okay look at this so i wanted to take three examples or four you look at moses life i'm just reading exodus 14 you know moses right moses got the children of israel from the captivity from egypt into the promised land and moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the lord which he will accomplish for you today for the egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forever the who will fight 
the lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace in another version it says fear not station yourselves what does it say station yourself means position yourself and see the salvation of jehovah which he doeth for you today as you have seen the egyptians today ye add no more to see them to the age station yourself position yourself did god give i've seen in the old every time god never spoke something and then he went and did it he always wanted man to step out on the word that he had spoken why because the fall also happened with that they listened to someone else's word now he's training them back to listen back to his word so moses was told moses said no i can't speak so then god said what is in your hand i have a stick okay i will use the stick then moses was told go out lift up the your stick and then i will then i will part the sea was there something for moses to do yes so rest means what you do rest is activity it's a positional truth for you today for you sometimes rest might look like going go out and apply to jobs people don't apply only how will it come you have to go and do rest is very active and then he adds to it so moses had to go and then you see and then i like that with the stick and then this big sea is parted god makes you do foolish things so that all glory is to him but why does he want you to participate because relationship is built in the doing of the word not in the hearing of the word relationship with your father is built in the doing of the word if constantly you've gone to someone else for prayer requests has your relationship ever been built no then you have a misguided view of god he heals some he doesn't heal some tukka jahan pe laga laga the whole church was praying for me there's no relationship there is no understanding also of how the kingdom works the kingdom works if you want to see victories in your life he works through righteousness your soul getting righteous that means renewing the mind out of death out of sinner into second adam into i'm the righteousness of god i am under a new law that is renewing the mind so that you are transformed transfigured into his nature everything he is as he is so are you in this world okay so what does it say position yourself and then moses saw all the victory the spirit only did this joshua 6 and the seventh time it happened when the priest blew the trumpets that joshua said to the people shout for the lord has given you the city i love this i love that part when i was reading joshua and i like reading that when it says when joshua imagine these kids now children of israel are waiting and it's told to them that now in 3 days you're going to go into the promised land and how you will circle it seven times and blow a trumpet how foolish does that sound and imagine he telling this to the people also god loves to work in foolish ways because it's not in the going around anyways it is allow around god hates the carnal mind the logical mind the processing mind that's why go around seven times he just wanted them to submit to his word 
That's why just do sometimes the correction that you're getting or that submission. Just submit to that word and you'll see what is it that I did that and I got this? How? Because it's not in the that. It is in the this. <laughs> he, all glory goes to him because he's doing it. And I love in the morning, Joshua is looking and then suddenly Jesus appears or the angel of the Lord appears with him, it says. And then he says, I am the commander of the chief of the armies of the Lord. So Joshua may be looking at his army, these people going around with trumpets. But he's saying, I am the commander of the armies of the Lord that you don't see. And imagine his angels standing there and going maybe on horses or whatever. That is unseen to the eyes. So who was fighting it? Now that same God is your God. That same is your father. Even in the old, it was always by his spirit. And now in the new, that spirit was not working through one like in the old, that spirit multiplied into everyone, making everyone a son of God. That's why Jesus is called the firstborn. He is the firstborn, but not the only firstborn now, among many brethren. That's why as he is, so are you. He is the great one, the greater one it be, but I am just like him. I am one with him. Look at David's life, 1 Samuel 17. Then David said to the Philistines, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. That means not by might nor by power for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. The battle is the, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. And I told you, I love it when Saul came to give him his armor. And then David said, no, I don't want this chain mill because he couldn't even walk in it. And then David takes his five stones and David's all rest was not in him, but who is behind him. And what is your rest supposed to be? Not in you, but who is in you. He will speak. I told you everything in your life begins by faith. First you decide. I always tell them, you want to come, don't say you busy, busy and all. You want to come at 9.30. First let's say the want to. Now you see how everything is made possible for you. You want to sing? The voice also came. You want to marry? Decide first. Then that, now choose. Yes. Now love came, everything came. Because kingdom works opposite. 
the world works, let me check, check it out, date and all, I'll see. And even when they do that, they have live-in relationships, it still goes in death. They divorce. But in the realm of life, first you decide, oh, we're one now. Now I choose, yes, chosen. Now God adds faith, God holds, the blood holds the relationship. It works differently in the kingdom. Okay? We are in this world, but not of the wisdom of the world. That's why the wisdom of the world will lead to death. God's wisdom, ulta. Okay? It's dyslexic to the world. Like God, they'll read dog. G-O-D. Yeah. D-O-G. Yeah. We go by God's wisdom. Jehoshaphat, two Chronicles 20. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them for the Lord is with you. What is the story of Jehoshaphat? The armies came, they're in the promised land. Someone comes to take them, now to take them out. And so Jehoshaphat said, look, we're very small. We don't know what to do. We're very scared also. And they are too big. Two armies were coming. So God says, you will not need to fight. Stand still. And then he tells, does he just say stand still? Every time he says stand still, it's not, it's what? Stand. What does Ephesians say? When you've done everything? When you stand, then you see the salvation. Believing unto righteousness and confession made unto salvation. So standing does not mean, resting does not mean not doing. Stand still, position yourself. So he told them, go to the war, go to the valley. And then the two armies coming against him, what happened? They fought among each other, ambush. They got confused. They fought against each other. They both killed each other. And now Jehoshaphat and his armies go singing, praise to the Lord, your mercy endures forever. He goes, why? God got them there to pick the spoil. That means all the gold and all that was left. So they came back rich. Anything comes against you, God will just use it for your good and get you greater than what you were before. He works like that. That's because they're coming against righteousness. Standing means in any area. Suppose it's finances. Suppose it's sickness. Suppose it's relationships. You take on the new, who you are. Like for me, during sickness, oh, it's not in my nature. For maybe in finances, he, you became poor that I am rich. I always lived rich. Imagine with 5,000, then 24,000 got multiplied. I always had enough. Always had enough because I learned to take that money for what it is for, not just saving it. No, that's poverty. You learn to release it for what it is for. That's how then he sees you're a good steward and you're about the word for what it was for. Had I not taken the vacation, I would have been with that money only. I really believe that. Because it doesn't know how to use my money that is given for you. I give, don't worry about that. You should not, please don't give to beloved if you want to see where we're doing and all that. Please don't give it, keep it to yourself. Really, you have to trust the Lord with your money. And we work not with the wisdom of the world and the way the other churches are working. We have a very different wisdom. I will share with you one day when you're coming to that maturity. 
okay i hate it when people say oh that pastor is roaming around in this car and this car do you know in the old testament the priests were the richest and it was the duty of israel to keep the priests well what is the value that you set on the word of god that this person is giving all their life and worth to you and you think he should roam around in some cheap car oh man how poor are you he should be roaming around in the richest car all the pastors everywhere if they are sowing that word they should be very very rich and you should be glorified in seeing them rich because they are doing and giving you the word by slamming that you're actually putting you're condemning yourself first of all you're judging that word because you've set a cheap price on that word and then it doesn't bear fruit in your life i hate people who do that then we will mature up and we will have a teaching for you so that you're getting wiser in the way you see money as well no slamming people okay you're taking on so i told you for sickness i took on it's not in my nature for another area for wealth start tithing money go hear the teaching on abundance in beloved tithe to make mammon mammon is called a god of this world everyone is doing everything for money to make him your servant and your slave tithe the money if you want money to rule you don't tithe if you want to rule money to get it under you tithe it that's what tithing is to make it a servant i do it because it's in my nature it's worshiping the father to show i am yours i do that i've never seen how much goes because what he gives is so much more doesn't really matter it will start being like that for you in relationships say that my relationships are blessed my children righteousness promises the children of the righteous are in peace great shall be their peace they are blessed so don't parent your children let him parent them surrender them to the lord it's in the realm of righteousness it will all come through that's your inheritance of righteousness that's what it means to stand then you rest then things happen we have so many testimonies of children they did this because they took on the position look i'm in the second man and then suddenly the kids were in bad company suddenly the next week some contest comes because of that the kid is somewhere here the companies go everything gets all shuffled up and now suddenly they are everything has got cut off only the father could do that but first the mother took the position of i'm in the second adam i'm in righteousness my children are blessed yes everything about you is a rest standing also positioning ourselves standing still and then seeing the salvation of the lord that he will do for you yeah okay so let's take a tithe just stand up what is a tithe a thanksgiving a thanksgiving of what of all the increase of all the life of all the understanding that has come to your soul just say father i'm a son in your kingdom jesus you're my high priest and right now i give you a tithe of all the increase of all the life of all the understanding that has come to my soul i thank you that you're teaching me to stand i stand in the new i'm in the new realm of righteousness and righteousness in me 
your righteousness leads me into life and victory. Whatever situation it is right now, just take it before your eyes right now. And just say, Father, Jesus, you are fighting this. I'm in the new. And I just speak victory over this. I just speak victory over this right now, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just speak victory and life over this. I just thank you. I thank you. Righteousness leads to life. I thank you for victory in Jesus' name.